So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm here so I won't get fined. Hello? You play to win the game. You don't play to just play it. That's the great thing about sports. You play to win. And I don't care if you don't have any wins. You go play to win. The second half, we sucked. We couldn't stop the run. Every time they got the ball, they went down and got points. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. That's what it boiled down to. It was a horse performance in the second half. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Been erroneous reports. People questioning my loyalty to him. That is absurd. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Next question. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. What's happening, guys? Happy Thursday. Yes, that's right. Happy Thursday. And welcome to a bonus edition of the Dynasty Warzone. It is Memphis, and I am back for another quick, brief, solo edition of the Dynasty Warzone. So I went back and listened to yesterday's show, and to say that I was not impressed with my performance would be an understatement. Uh, I'll jump into that here in just a second. Uh, make sure you head over to Twitter and send some love to my boy, Jerry. He's working his ass off right now. A lot going on for my boy, Jerry. Uh, just say hi, at DWZ. What's up, Jerry? Uh, wish him well. His Lions could be playing for a playoff spot for the first time in forever. And uh, my boy, Jerry, could use some good vibes. Hoping to get him back next week for the 2022 regular dynasty season award show. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Also on Sunday, be on the lookout for the first edition of their YouTube shorts, one minute videos. I don't know what I'm leaning toward calling it the dynasty diet. I don't know that that is in fact the, the title that I will go with, but there'll be one minute videos. Uh, it could be, you know, uh, a player to add. It could be a player to you know sell it could be a, a dynasty tip i don't know what they're going to be uh, my goal is to do up to three a week and you'll need to be subscribed over at youtube just go to youtube search dynasty Warzone, and subscribe and if you want those little bite-sized nuggets it's a great time to uh, subscribe to the dynasty Warzone. they'll be on tiktok as well maybe instagram uh, i'm not a big tiktok guy i am an instagram guy uh, I, I always tell my son, who is 15 and a big TikTok guy, that I enjoy TikTok like an adult, which means I wait until someone posts it on Instagram, then I enjoy it. But I'm going to try to make sure that they get shared everywhere, and it's something new that we're doing, that I'm doing, in the 2023 season. Uh, I hope you check it out, and I hope you like it. Double check for the Dynasty War Zone everywhere on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Subscribe, just everywhere, you'll you'll never miss a thing. And uh, if you're not on social media and if you need to reach us, you can always send the show an email. It's dynastywarzone at gmail, and I'll respond or maybe Jerry will respond as soon as possible. So why the reason for the additional show? Well, like I said, I was just not prepared. I was not prepared to do a solo show. I thought I could... Uh, What's the old expression? Fake it till you make it. And I went back and listened and I, I could really get the vibe. Like normally I do a solo show and I, and I feel much more prepared. 
last night, I just kind of felt like I was throwing shit against the wall and trying to see what sticks. And I know I missaid Damar Hamlin's name. I called him Hamler. I must have been thinking about KJ Hamler, who plays for the Broncos. Obviously, Damar Hamlin plays uh, defensive position, so only in IDP leagues and are super familiar with defensive players. It was just a mistake. Uh, like I said, a little rushed. That's shame on me, but uh, good to hear that he is making progress in his health and recovery. And hopefully by the time that we, we record again here on the Dynasty War Zone, he is in much better shape. Uh, I do want to take the opportunity to share uh, a story uh, about how we split a pot in a league that I'm in. Um, you've heard me reference this league before, and if you're a Dynasty gamer, you've probably heard the name Dynasty Outhouse, at Dynasty Outhouse. His real name's Russ, and he is one of the best commissioners, content creators, and all-around guys in the Dynasty and fantasy industry. Just good people. That's what my, my dad always used to say that. You know, if if he thought someone was a really good person, he just called them good people. And Russ is good people. He runs great leagues. So we have not yet determined who's going to be the actual champion and how we're going to do that. But uh, we initially talked about splitting the pot. Um, I was in the championship against good friends of the show and me personally, Doug Eddy and Tyler Gunther of the Dynasty Happy Hour podcast. And we had a real duel to uh, play out on Monday night. Uh, I had an 11-point lead. It is tied in premium, but I had an 11-point lead. And I had Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. They had Dawson Knox, Jamar Chase, and Joe Burrow. So, so let's say just for sake of good conversation that Dawson Knox erased the 11-point lead. And we were playing from scratch with Chase and Burrow versus Diggs and Allen. And it was going to be a really, really good matchup. I don't know how we'll, we'll finish out that part of the thing. But as far as the money, um, we, we decided that no one should take a financial penalty in a, in a game that close. That game could have went either way. Uh, I know MFL, I know Sleeper has come out with their own uh, decisions. We haven't necessarily came to one yet because I'm still not 100% sure that game is not going to be played. I don't think it will, but there's no point in being in a hurry. It does nothing. It does literally nothing to... To, to rush through this. So anyway, as it relates to the financials and everything, uh, one of the cool things that Russ does with the Trade Addict series of leagues is that a percentage of all of the winnings go to a charity of the winner's choice. So a couple of years ago, uh, I had the good fortune of winning this league in back-to-back -back years, and I donated to Sports Matter. If you're not familiar with Sports Matter, it is a charity ran by Dick Sporting Goods. I used to be employed by Dick Sporting Goods, and it's a charity that gives back to underfunded local youth sports. So if you you shop at a Dick Sporting Goods and they ask you to donate to Sports Matter, it's going to schools, leagues, groups in your area. I live in Indianapolis, so if you donate in the Indianapolis area, those donations go to help schools and teams and leagues in the Indianapolis area. I'm a big sports guy. I mean, uh, you, you know my love of baseball and my son. I, I host Dynasty Fantasy Football podcasts, so I, I clearly have a passion for sports. I love what sports does for our youth. 
So that was my choice. But in the case of this league this year, my my offer was let's split the money. Let's take the percentage that we normally donate to the charity and let's donate that money to DeMar Hamlin's charity, uh, pay our league dues for 2023, and we'll figure out the rest. Tyler and Doug agreed. That's what we're going to do. I don't know if that potentially helps you in any of the leagues that you're in. Um because I do play dynasty and I do play these things for money, but there's going to be times like this where perspective sets in and we get the opportunity to have a make good. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast. So um, that's why I'm doing it. I, I felt bad about getting DeMar Hamlin's name wrong, uh, confusing his last name with that of KJ Hamler. And I wanted to share the uh, the, the way that Tyler Doug and I, are splitting up the the money and and giving back to um, a great cause. So if that helps any of you guys, uh, by all means, share it with me on Twitter or a comment on the YouTube video. If you're watching on YouTube, you might look around. Um, different setup than maybe the last time that that, that you popped in. Um, new desk setup, new light setup. The cabinets are kind of gone. Uh, working on some lighting. Uh, that's we're about 75% back from uh, – we were victims of the the, the pipe freezing uh, in the cold spell about a week or so ago here in uh, in Indianapolis. But we're on the way back and uh, a lot of stuff coming from the Dynasty War Zone. But as a, as a make good, because I, I did mean everything that I said in yesterday's show. I did mean that you can't buy the hot – the new hotness, as I like to say. You can't buy the – you know, Garrett Wilson's and, and Kyle Pitts and Brees Hall's and, and, and Kenneth Walker's, you're, you're just not going to buy them. I mean, you can, but you're going to pay an arm and a leg for those type of guys right now. So, um, and, and then with veterans, you know, now is a great time to go out and get veterans, the Devontae Adams and, and, you know, Christian McCaffrey's and Joe Mixon's, you know, those guys are still going to have another solid year or two left. So I, I meant every bit of that. I meant that you should take a week off and just relax and enjoy football in week 18. No Thursday night football. You know, as much as, you know, Twitter and, and people tend to complain and bitch about the quality of games and, and blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll just bet you that on Thursday night, about 8.30, about 8.30 p.m. Eastern, you're going to be wishing that you had the Colts and Broncos again. You're going to be wishing you had the Cowboys and Titans again. We're degenerates. We love football. And it's easy to say that we didn't like Thursday night football and we didn't need it, but we'll see how you feel in about three Thursdays. So, uh, you know, wanted to, to, to cover that. Um, but I wanted to give you some buys. You know, I, I was kind of redundant with my Pittsburgh Steeler takes. And I, I wanted to do a little bit of research. So I sat down today, did some did some uh, so, some good solid research for you. And I wanted to give you some guys that you can buy because the one thing that I didn't cover last night is that now is a great time to do what I call in dynasty is buying equity. And what do I mean by buying equity? It's like if, if you hear your local zoning commission or there's going to be renovations in a certain area of town, and you know that's going to drive property prices in that area. I'm popping my peas. You know, it's going to drive prices up in that particular area of town. If you have that information beforehand, 
then you can buy those properties with the thought that the overall value that you're going to pay today is going to go up and you can make a profit. Maybe you can open up a business in those areas. Maybe you're going to keep the property to open up that business, or maybe you're going to hold that property just long enough to flip it into a, a, a short-term profit. And those are the kind of buys and sells I'm, I'm bringing to you tonight. Um, I'm pretty proud of the research that I did on this, so I, I hope you guys enjoy it. So I'm going to hit you with two quick buys. I'm going to hit you with two quick sells, and then I'm going to get you out of here. Um, so let's get into it. I don't have a good person, bad tweets, um, because all my time researching was not on Twitter. It was into these guys. So let's, let's get into my first buy. Uh, a guy that I've always liked. I absolutely love his athletic profile. If you go to a, a playerprofiler.com and search Mike Gusecki, one of the best athletic profiles you'll see on a tight end. As much as we rave about the athlete that Kyle Pitts is, if you look across the board, Mike Gusecki is as good and in some cases a better athlete than Kyle Pitts. Does that make him a better tight end than Kyle Pitts? No, not necessarily, but it makes him a, a very interesting prospect. Athletic tight ends have a way of eventually making good. And I've got a mind-blowing stat for you. If I ask you right now, if I said, hey, loyal listener, hey, first-time listener, what percentage of the Miami Dolphins snaps do you think Mike Gusecki played this year? You know, just the top of my head, I would have thought, you know, 65, 70%. I mean, he's the, the starting tight end. They, they franchise tagged him. He had to have been in there around, you know, 65, 70%. And we would have all been dead wrong. Mike Gusecki played 45.7% of the offensive snaps for the Miami Dolphins. And, and, and in my head, I'm like, how the hell does Mike Gusecki get less offensive snaps than Durham fucking Smythe? How does that happen? How does that happen? Smythe played 51.5% of the offensive snaps. You know, I know this Mike McDaniel offense is a variation of the Kyle Shanahan offense, but it's if you really want to help free up Waddle and Hill, nothing wrong with a really speedy athletic tight end like Mike Gusecki running more routes. You know what's criminal is that he's only had 28 catches on the season and five of them, or you know, about 20% of his catches, and just under. Or TDs. He has five TDs. That's the same amount of touchdowns on the season as Mark Andrews. You know, his 11.3 yards per catch this year, that's better than TJ Hawkinson and just below the aforementioned Mark Andrews. And he was franchised, but then basically abandoned by this offense. I was really hoping, now he doesn't block like George Kittle, but I was really hoping McDaniel was going to use him in a George Kittle type scenario in this offense. I don't see any way in hell that the, the Dolphins can double franchise tag him if they're only going to use him that sparingly and pay that additional cost of a double franchise on him. And it, it's going to be a good tight end class. So before I, I get into some of the other tight ends, it might be a good time to look into Hunter Long or Durham Smythe. But if they're not going to feature the, the tight end position in this offense. I don't know that that Miami is going to be a spot for tight end glory, but it is a good tight end free agent class in 2023. You know, as crazy as it sounds, it's January 4th as I record this. And in, you know, three months, March 17th is the start of free agency. So 
Uh, the tight ends include Dalton Schultz. I don't see him being refranchised, tagged with the with the Cowboys. Evan Ingram uh, is going to be a free agent after a really good season in Jacksonville. Robert Tanyan in Green Bay. Hayden Hurst in Cincinnati and Austin Hooper. Uh, but there are also some great landing spots because of these aforementioned free agents. I think the Chargers is the number one destination that I, I have for a tight end. I would love to see a tight end featured in that offense with Justin Herbert and, and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Austin Eckler. Uh, we've seen flashes with Gerald Everett, but I would love to see a permanent solution. I think Kaseki would look great there. Uh, I think Hayden Hurst has looked great in flashes in Cincinnati. I think that'd be a good spot. Obviously, Dallas, if they can't work out a long-term deal with Schultz. Same with Jacksonville and Evan Ingram. Uh, I would love to see Gusecki stay in the state of Florida and be the long-term solution for my man Trevor Lawrence. Plus, they'd be getting Calvin Ridley back, Christian Kirk. You're looking at a pretty good offense there in Jacksonville, Green Bay. Uh, like what we've seen in a couple of games and flashes with Kristen Watson and uh, Detroit. You know, maybe they like, like Brock Wright. Uh, might be worth a dynasty stash and tight end premium as well. But these are all spots that would be great for the tight end. Tight end free agency has not always been great for dynasty points. But I'm hoping that one of, a, one of my favorite players that I've liked for the last several years and Mike Gusecki lands in a spot where he can actually be featured and used prominently in the passing game. And I, I think that has his, his price down. But knowing that he has the shot of going to a better situation should mean that he gets a spike in dynasty value. And maybe you flip it. Maybe he signs in Cincinnati and maybe you already have Kyle Pitts or, or Travis Kelsey, but you're sitting on Mike Gusecki or you can get him cheap. Then you can flip him as we get closer to the season. So Mike Gusecki is the first guy that I'm buying on tonight's show. The, uh, the next guy that I, I have on my buy list is Mr. Devonta Smith. A guy that I was a little uh, trepidatious. You know we love the word trepidatious here on the Dynasty Warzone. I was a little trepidatious on when he came out. He's a very slim guy. But uh, I've got another mind-blowing stat for you. Devonta Smith has been the wide receiver three overall at all of fantasy from the time frame of week 13 through week 17. And, and what's even crazier is while he was the wide receiver three overall in that five-week time span, is that A.J. Brown was the wide receiver two overall in that time span. That, like I said, that spans five games and two different quarterbacks. So Devonta Smith clearly balling out, clearly balling out. And, and the craziest part and the overall best part for those of us that are looking to acquire some Devonta Smith is that as of today, again, January 4th, on the Fantasy Pros website, they have Devonta Smith as their dynasty wide receiver 16. They have him behind guys like Drake London, Garrett Wilson, and T. Higgins. And I think T. Higgins is, is really the best comp, too, because T. Higgins, much like Devonta Smith, is the wide receiver, too, in that offense. I think we would clearly agree that Jamar Chase and A.J. Brown are the, res, uh, the respective ones in their division, and that's true. Uh, I know there was a span of time that Dallas Goddard wasn't uh, in the lineup, but let's say that Dallas Goddard comes back and he becomes the 10th wide receiver in fantasy. And A.J. Brown's had his own health issues of his own, as has Goddard. So if T. Higgins is going in their top 10 and I can get Devonta Smith cheaper, 
and maybe get some plus. Maybe I'll give you my T. Higgins, you give me your Devonta Smith plus. I, I'm going to hear you out. I, I, I think he's got great upside, and it's going to be a good offense. I, I think as their schedule gets tougher because they played, I think it was the easiest, if not the second easiest schedule in the NFL this year. Now that they're playing a first-place schedule and they'll have games, you know, uh, maybe Minnesota is not a good, uh, a good uh, tough schedule game, but the Vikings, you know, the let's see who else, the the salary, maybe Tampa Bay, uh, maybe it's not as tough as I thought, but I still think there'll be plenty of points out there for for Devonta Smith, so that makes him my. Uh, number two buy. I do have a, a couple of sells for you as well. Um, it's great that when you know you're you're trying to do a bonus show, uh, it's always easy to go uh, and do a buy and sell show. Everybody likes a good buy and sell. So uh, the guy that I'm I'm selling, and this might surprise some because I am a fan, is Travis Etienne. Now, as it relates to Etienne, I do not have uh, a mind blowing stat for you, but I have concerns about his overall performance since Jacksonville's Week 11 bye. Uh, ETN was the RB12 overall in all of fantasy in Weeks 1 through 10, but he was the RB25 overall in Weeks 12 through 17. So whatever happened over there by, he, he clearly was scoring less fantasy points, and in Week 17 he scored 23 points, or – his average would have been even lower. So he went from being a, a, a an RB1, barely, RB12 overall, it's an RB1, to barely uh, an RB2 at RB25 over the last five games. And what's crazy is that in weeks one through 10, the Jacksonville offense was scoring 21.6 points a game. And ETN was averaging 13.9 fantasy points in those games. So I'll make sure I get I get that to you clearly in that weeks one through 10, ETN, Travis ETN was scoring 13.9 fantasy points a game, while the Jaguars as a team were scoring 21.6 actual points. Then they went on their bye. And then in weeks 12 through 17, the Jacksonville offense has been scoring 28 points a game. If I were to ask you, hey, how do you think Jacksonville's offense has looked since their bye? They've been like pretty good. They hung a 40-burger on Dallas, and that team is scoring 28 points a game. But the crazy stat here is that ETN's fantasy points per game has dropped by over three, almost three, almost four points from 13.9 to 10.2. And it wasn't a ton of touchdown fluctuation. I have it in the group chance. Uh, Mike wants to know, do, uh, do I think that he brings in, uh, Doug Peterson brings in miles Sanders in the off season? You know, Mike, I, I hadn't thought about that buddy, but that's a, that's a damn good question. Uh, Travis Etienne was brought in by the, um, urban Meyer head coaching regime. I know the Trent Balky, the same GMs there. So maybe, uh, but this is an offense I want a part of, but, when Fantasy Pros has Travis Etienne as their RB6 overall in a startup, and it's ahead of guys like Najee Smith and Deon, Najee, yeah, Najee Harris, excuse me, DeAndre Swift and Tony Pollard, and those are all guys going into 2023 that I'd rather have over Etienne. 
Now, Pollard is a little bit dependent on where he lands as a free agent. I'd love for him to stay in Dallas. But if Fantasy Pros is telling me that Swift is the RB9, that means if you can find a GM in your league that agrees with Fantasy Pros, maybe you could get like a second back. I don't know. I don't know that as many other places are as high as Swift, but I do think people are high on this offense. I am. Uh, I'm excited to see what the Jacksonville offense brings uh, brings me three. I think if Frank Reich, former head coach of the Colts, and more importantly, former offensive coordinator of uh, of Doug Peterson, I would love to see them bring Frank Reich in as a consultant, and you're going to get Calvin Ridley, and you're still going to have Christian Kirk, and hopefully they bring back Evan Ingram. I'd like to see a second year of continuity in that offense for Evan Ingram and then ETN, and then maybe another running back. So I don't know that he's my RB6 overall. I, I know I have him in the top 12. I think it's closer to 11. Uh, you'd have to head over to patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone to get my most current and uh, accurate running back rankings. But if I can get RB6 overall in a startup for Travis ETN, he's not going to be on my team. Um Keep an eye out for buzz uh, around this Jags offense, and that might be a time to sell. Because for me, it's about points per game. And a lot of running backs this year have been able to put, you know, 14 points a game in in your in your lineup. And if I can get 14 points back in a trade plus some draft capital or maybe a veteran or someone that I like, I'm going to happily move ETN in, in some dynasty leagues. And the final guy I got for you, now listen. I'm totally prepared for, you know, the masses to get their pitchforks and their torches, and I'm ready for them to bring the heat. I know this is going to be a, a take that people aren't going to like, and I also know that this could this take could dramatically change. Um, if Tennessee gets a QB upgrade, uh, I listen to Colin Cowherd probably two, three times a week, and he really thinks that Aaron Rodgers could be traded, and he thinks – Tennessee would be a great spot. I guess Aaron Rodgers has built a house in the Nashville area, so so maybe they get that kind of an upgrade, but I am 100% out on, on Traylon Burks. Um, I, I'm not going to talk total points scored on the season among rookies. Um, I don't think that would be fair to Traylon Burks. You know, he's missed, uh, I believe it was six games to date on the season, but he's only averaging – 8.8 points a game. That's seventh among rookie wide receivers. And his 8.8 points a game is just barely better than the averages of guys like Romeo Dubes. He's always going to be Dubes on, on this channel. Just better than Wandale Robinson and just better than Rashid Shahid. And let's stick to Rashid Shahid for just, uh, just a second longer. Um, Burks has played in 10 games. Shahid has played in 11. So pretty comparable. Burks has averaged 8.8 points per game in his 10 games, and Shahid has averaged 8.5. So virtually if you put them in your lineup every game, on average, you're going to have just as many points with one of th th than the other. Um, Double-digit fantasy point games. On the season, Burks has had three. Shahid has had five. Now, I'm I'm not saying you need to rush right out and trade Traylon Burks for Rashid Shahid. That, that's not what I'm saying. 
But what I am saying is that when the drum beat starts, and it will, be prepared to use that as an opportunity to move Traylon Burks. I don't think they're going to get a QB upgrade. Um, I think they're going to roll Tannehill maybe one more year. And if they do get an upgrade, what are the upgrades on the market? Jimmy Garoppolo? Maybe Derek Carr? Is Derek Carr really that much better than, than Ryan Tannehill? I don't know. And I, I just don't ever see this being a pass-first offense under Mike Shanahan. I mean, excuse me, under Mike Vrabel. And, and there's no guarantee that Barks is going to show up in shape. He's had weight issues going back to college, and he came into camp out of shape with asthma. If you're watching on YouTube, as I know we have people in the YouTube chat, asthma, I think, is code for being out of shape and, and not ready to play football. So there you go. Um, just a couple of buys and sells. Um, always a great topic to be able to put out an additional show. Um, I thank you as the loyal listeners and, and hopefully new listeners of the Dynasty Warzone. I think you all deserved better than my effort on Wednesday, so I wanted to make, do a make good and uh, wanted to see how the new studio looks. So if you want to know what I'm talking about by new studio, go to YouTube, search Dynasty Warzone, and look at my videos. You look at some from maybe back in November, December, you will see a different look than, than you're seeing now. Um, still, James Gandolfini, Sopranos poster, show some goddamn respect. Um, James is still going to uh, be rocking in the studio with me. We'll get some of the other posters and decorations and stuff back up here real soon. But I want to thank you all for listening to the Dynasty Warzone. Uh, again, make sure you're checking out Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, at Dynasty Warzone on all of those. Uh, be looking out for Sunday for the Dynasty we're going to stick with dynasty diet for now that you know the two words the the uh, the 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 way it rolls off the tongue with the two d starting words rolling back to back it's the it's the best i got uh, maybe we'll call them dynasty donuts cuz i mean i can eat a donut in a minute and i bet you can too so um, please rate review subscribe everywhere i didn't realize we were so close to 300 reviews on the podcast would love for you to leave a thumbs up uh, comment uh, just interact with us on social media. Uh, pretty easy to get a hold of. Uh, if you want to reach me personally, I'm at DWZ Memphis on Twitter. And uh, if you're on none of those, it's Dynasty Warzone at Gmail. You can shoot us an email, rate, review, subscribe. Check out the Patreon. Um, we're not doing a lot with our Patreon leagues right now because we're waiting to see what the NFL does. Um, now, if a league was completely cashed out and no one was going to win, then we're getting people taken care of. I'm starting that as soon as like Saturday. But the rest of the leagues, we're going to give it plenty of time to let the NFL make decisions because rushing through this would be awful crappy. Um, it's shitty enough that poor Mr. You know, DeMar Hamlin is going through what he's going through. It's an unfortunate series of events. But I don't, because of that unfortunate series of events, I don't want to punish, um, or maybe punish is the wrong word, but I don't want to, make a snap decision and impact what's been a great 17-week dynasty season with all of our patron leagues. I really want to give it time. Um, I'm more about getting it right than trying to be right. So we're just going to let it marinate. We're going to chill, and uh, we're going to get everybody taken care of. Uh, that's one thing about the Dynasty Warzone patron leagues that you will 100% find is that uh, leagues are paid out, orphans are filled, and everyone has a damn good time. And for five bucks a month, 
you can get in on the action over at patreon.com forward slash dynasty over at dynastywarzone.com patreon.com forward slash dynasty warzone listen guys um i hope you enjoyed the show i hope you uh, uh enjoyed the tip about how maybe i handled a league maybe that will help you guys handle a league rate review and subscribe everywhere thank you for tuning in thank you for giving me this platform to talk dynasty fantasy football with you guys and uh, i'm glad i was able to do an additional show have a great week and i'll see you guys on sunday for dynasty diet thanks guys Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak